following program is intended for mature audiences. Welcome to Rudy's Revelation. I'm in Revelation in the News and Meaning the Media. September 20th, 2020, 43 days to the U.S. presidential election. Today I'll be talking back to the Sunday Talking Heads on CBS Fifth Nation, where former President of the United States, Bill Clinton, says you can't possibly be surprised by Trump and McConnell moving to Phil Ginsburg's seat. Also, I'll be checking in with Sunday Morning Propaganda at our favorite feel-good feature news program, CBS Sunday Morning, where we hear from 60 Minutes correspondent John Dickerson, who looks at the history of the Supreme Court, the confirmation battles, and foretells of conflict with this upcoming one. Also hear from correspondent Lee Cowan, who interviews Lady Gaga about her consecutive number one album, Traumatica. And we look at her dark messaging, pushing pain and loneliness with songs that breed nihilism. Also, I'll be tearing into the Sunday New York Times, showing how the newspaper continually mischaracterizes the facts to mislead the public. Of course, I'll be going over the weekend headlines all in the next 30 minutes. First, I'll be taking you back to school, giving you some historical context to frame this week's news narratives. All right, the word of the day is critical. Critical. Inclined to criticize severely and unfavorably. And the reason... Critical is the word of the day today is because we're going into critical theory. And if people don't know what critical theory is, it's a Marxist-inspired movement in social and political philosophy that originally associated with the work of the Frankfurt School, drawn particularly from the thought of Karl Marx and Sigmund Freud. Critical theorists maintain that a primary goal of philosophy is to understand and help overcome the social structures through which people are dominated and oppressed. Now, this is from the Stanford Encyclopedia of Philosophy, Critical Theory. Critical theory has a narrow and broad meaning in philosophy, and in the historical of the social sciences, critical theory, and this capitalized in the narrow sense, designates several generations of German philosophers and social theorists in Western European Marxist tradition, known as the Frankfurt School. And the reason we get into critical theory is because what's happening in the news lately and what we're hearing about is something called critical race theory. Now, this is from Harvard, um, The Bridge, which is a philosophical and political theorist website. And how they list critical theory here, critical race theory. Let's hear. 
Critical race theories combine progressive political struggles for racial justice with critiques of the conventional legal and scholarly norms which are themselves viewed as part of the illegitimate hierarchies that need to be changed. Scholars, most of... All right, we, we could stop it right there. Um, it's, it, it's, a so, it's social justice. It's, again, Marxist in its nature because of it. The fact is that it's a critical theory, whether you're using race, you're criticizing race, race relations or anything else. The fact of the matter is it came from the Frankfurt School and Marxist ideology. The Frankfurt School, known more appropriately as critical theory, is a philosophical and sociological movement spread across many universities around the world. It was originally located at the Institute for Social Research an attached institute at the Goethe University in Frankfurt, Germany. The institute was founded in 1923 thanks to the donation of Felix Wheel from the aim of developing Marxist studies in Germany. After 1933, the Nazis forced its closure and the institute was moved to the United States where it found hospitality at Columbia University in New York City. Get into the headlines. This is from the Wall Street Journal. Just And of course, the top story now of the week, Justice Ginsburg's death creates prospect of bitter nomination fight. Also from the Wall Street Journal, the U.S. bans Chinese app TikTok and WeChat, citing security concerns. Free speech advocates say Trump administration decision impinges on constitutional rights. Well, if it's a spy apparatus for China, I would say that doesn't really apply. This is from Yahoo News through AFP. Taiwan scrambles jets as China's China military overshadows U.S. visit. From Bloomberg, Facebook accused of watching Instagram users through its cameras. And this is from The Sun. I, Snoop, look out for this orange dot on your iPhone. Someone is listening. Now, I don't usually quote the sun, but I have the past couple weeks. Um, they're trying to say that when this orange dot appears on your iPhone, it, that it's watching you, recording you. That may or may not be true, but you shouldn't rely on the fact whether the camera light is on, whether it's filming you or not. Macs and a lot of other computers have taken out the indicator so you should just assume that your electronic devices are monitoring you all the time. That's the safe assumption. That's why most people have covers over their cameras. And if you're not using the internal mic, that you put tape over that as well. From the New York Post, Gospel of Ayahuasca, which is the hallucinogenic drug, inspires legal religious movement. Again, People are experimenting with hallucinogens. I don't discourage it. I think it's good to awaken uh, your mind and yourself. Um, but now this has become a religion all its own, and particularly among uh, those in Silicon Val Valley who use microdoses of LSD to treat uh, general anxiety. We're going to tear into the New York Times. 
After Trump's TikTok ban, China readies blacklist of foreign companies. Beijing issued rules that would allow it to halt exports, imports, and investments by businesses accused of endangering national security. Uh, this is just um, tit for tat or tick for talk, however you want to put it. Um, these guys, and again, all these articles are, uh, see how they put it, how they frame the argument in the New York Times is, oh, here we go, a tit-for-tat trade war. Um, but this is really about national security. Um, TikTok and WeChat are uh, surveillance tools of the Chinese communist government. They, they just are. Please call if you want to debate that fact. Uh, we've been infiltrated by the Chinese Communist Party, and particularly the left has in the Democratic Party. Their spies are everywhere constantly caught boarding aircraft with with hidden um and a lot of times biological material that they've stolen but uh documents and all sorts of other things i mean it's an ongoing thing uh arresting chinese spies uh several times a year in, in high profile cases after a pandemic pause ice resumes deportation arrests again how the new york times frames this this is a good thing People come in the country by breaking the law, and we ha enforce those laws because laws without enforcement are no laws. Um, people would know that if they didn't think that defunding the police was a good idea because it just it run it renders the laws um, inert, I guess you would say, ineffective. Certainly, uh, laws without enforcement are no laws. U.S. sending more troops to Syria after a counter to the Russians. Um, uh, uh, an armored vehicle ran over a squad of American soldiers. It was a Russian armored vehicle. Uh, ran over a squad of... They're hostile militaries. It's the same thing with India and China. People think that we're playing patty cake out there. You know, Syria, especially that um, eastern desert, is up for grabs and... The Russians are filling the void, obviously, and as the Chinese do. Um, so that's not surprising. Um, you know, Chinese not, Russia is not our friend necessarily. They approached Trump to see if they could get ease on the sanctions. Uh, they're not ideologically opposed to us, like let's say a socialist country of China uh, is considered. Protests shake Bangkok, challenging old guards' grip on Thailand. He, again, more color revolutions uh, founded uh, founded uh, by the West. The weekend of rallies heightened the focus on once taboo issue, a rich and powerful monarchy that has rarely been challenged or criticized. If anybody knows the history of Thailand, um, after they ousted the communists, uh, the people decided to restore the monarchy. So... But it was still, the military was very strong. So it's really just a military junta. Um, people are protesting the military junta. Great. But again, this is a funded revolution to um, undo uh, standing governments. So uh, this sort of thing, which is engineered via social media, happens all the time. Uh, but it all has funding.
Moving right along to our favorite part of uh, carrying into the New York Times is going into the Sunday Review. This is the the picks of the week for the op-ed section that is opinion uh, and editorial. And of course, the one I, you, you gotta love Nicholas Kristof, Antifa conspiracies and America's unraveling. Baseless rumors about wildfires in the West are a sign of danger ahead. Now, if anybody knows Nicholas Kristof, he's, uh, he's really a neoconservative, um, but he's, he's the liberal, the liberal blowhard. He goes up. Uh, this is so strange. Researchers estimate that air pollution in China causes 1.6 million deaths a year. And smoke from fires in the West may eventually cause respiratory diseases that claim more lives than the fire themselves. Then he goes into the second frustration at the federal government's paralysis and talks about President Trump. But when we get to Nicholas Kristof's third reaction, third reaction of so many ordinary citizens here in Oregon, Oregon, instead of seeing these mammoth forest fires as a wake-up call to the perils of a warming planet, I thought it was climate change, I thought we had given up on global warming, they believe the spread, while conspiracy theorists suggesting that these were fires the work of, of shadowy leftists, Trump and Fox News, along with various right-wing websites, have nurtured a panic about anti-fascists known as Antifa. So now we have groundless rumors that forest fires are being set by Antifa or Black Lives Matter protesters. These conspiracies aren't just coming from fringe fingers. Michael Cross, a Republican nominee for general. So he goes on and he's reiterating what Jerry Nadler said, is that it's a myth. Let's be clear that there is zero evidence that political extremists have set any fires. The FBI called the reports untrue and pleaded with the public not to spread rumors that take valuable resources away from local fire and police agencies. Stop spreading rumors, begged Douglas County Sheriff. The conspiracy theorists create real perils. Some citizens in Oregon set up armed roadblocks to stop cars to look for arsonists. Now, we all saw the footage of people caught in rural places with matches and other people had actually been filmed setting fires, but that looked like in a suburb. So I don't know. I saw I saw the the videos, and we'll have to look. The FBI called the reports untrue. Conspiracy theories and misinformation take valuable resources. That's all we have from the Portland FBI. 
So they they're not offering any proof um, that what a lot of us have seen on the internet is untrue. And then another one from the uh, opinion: uh, the evangelicals who are taking on QAnon. Some leaders are trying to save their flocks from the lure of online conspiracy theories. So if anybody's watched the the people that get banned uh, from the internet or blocked or shadow banned, it's it's not just conservatives. It's anyone who talks about conspiracy theories. So that leads me to believe that we should look at conspiracy theories because if that's what they're trying to censor, anybody who talks about conspiracy theories, I saw tons of people banned from the internet about talking about Las Vegas and how the the facts and the evidence that we had didn't really add up to the official narrative. Oh, what big surprise is that? If anybody's been around since 9-11, you know that when the what they're talking about, the facts, they don't add up to the official narrative. You notice our question in it. So this is basically about how evangelicals are trying to warn their uh, congregants about QAnon. Now, I'm not a follower of QAnon. Maybe it was real in the beginning, but things that are always good usually get infiltrated um, and undone. So that happened with Anonymous, obviously, if people don't know, and I'm sure it happened with QAnon, QAnon by now. Mining conspiracy theories as ancient as anti-Semitic blood libel. Many QAnon posts are merchandised feature Bible verse that is popular among white evangelicals. If my people who are called by my name, Jehovah, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then we will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will heal their land. This is all, I'm not going to go any more on this. This is all true. You know, if you're a person of faith, and he goes on to say, in the evangelical world, this verse means that God will heal America of abortion and human trafficking, which is often described as modern day slavery. That's not, that's not what it means. It means if you humble yourself before Jehovah, the creator God of the Hebrews, and turn from your wicked ways, lying, then you'll hear from heaven, and and Jehovah will forgive your sin. Now, I don't know if it's going to forgive Sarah Posner. I wonder why she doesn't like evangelicals. All right, moving around along, and we're going to get to the talking heads here uh, right now. Now, uh, Bill Clinton appeared on uh, Face the Nation this morning, and he just basically admitted that what the Republicans are doing is within the law. So as much as Cory Booker came on and 27 times talked about legitimacy, it's legitimate because it's within the law. You can't be possibly be surprised that... Senator McConnell and President Trump are taking the position they are. They're there for 
whatever maximizes their power. I don't know do you, what the Democrats would do. Do you think this galvanizes Democratic or Republican voters more? Are, are Democrats missing an opportunity not having talked about the potential vacancy earlier on in this race? Uh, probably. But, uh, you know, we we all respected Justice Ginsburg a lot, and we thought we had no business talking about her as if she were already gone. And we were hoping she would live so long, so long. Uh, longer. And so I don't think there's anything to be done about that. Mm -hmm. But I think that the voters should at least have to know that uh, if you put one more uh, conservative, particularly a, a ideologically conservative Republican on the court, they're giving up the health care bill uh, for, you know, 20 million people's health insurance, losing all the pre-existing conditions for tens and tens of millions of people. No help on the other front. That's a, just one example. Mm -hmm. So there are consequences, but there are a lot of other things that could go either way. And so uh, there's a lot at stake here. And since it's only 40 days, I think that maybe the Democrats should leave. There are no rules on this. There's no law. So we'll just have to see what happens. But if we're going to have a vote, then it's important that, that the Democrats and the Republicans make absolutely clear that the voters understand what the consequences of it are. And there you have it. You know, he fudged a little bit. He, I didn't think, uh, I didn't think uh, Ruth would live that long. Um, because it's my theory uh, that they, she didn't die when they said she died. They're either holding back the information, or you know, they had her die on Friday. Because Friday is the big news day. You can't push news on Monday, but on Friday, you can push news. Most people don't realize that. Monday's not the day. I mean, Sunday's the day for talk show, but for breaking news, Friday is the day. So people talk about it all weekend. Don't people understand how this works? All right, let's move on to uh, John Dickerson um, and his wrap-up about, uh, he predicts about what's going to happen here. Now we are going to have another of these worst moments at the worst possible moment. In keeping with the rapid pace of things, this election October surprise has come in September with a Supreme Court vacancy. The seams of our national fabric are already tearing. Nearly 200,000 are dead from COVID-19. Protests over racial injustice and violence have rocked cities. The peaceful transfer of power, once the hallmark of the American system, is under threat. How grim things will get was clear from the moment news hit that Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg had died. There was only a flickering pause to memorialize her before the political jockeying started. 1968 was the last time there was a court seat at play this close to an election. A group of Senate Republicans tried to block President Johnson, saying he shouldn't be able to fill it in an election year but the Republican leader, Everett Dirksen, blocked them. When those same GOP senators threatened to filibuster, Republican presidential candidate Richard Nixon said they shouldn't. 
Then there was restraint. Now the opposition party, the Democrats, are united against the president. The Senate, which was supposed to be the saucer to cool political passions, is now the hot plate. Whichever side succeeds, the escalation will continue. It's an eye for an eye, which is the wrong way to make justice blind. Television is not the truth. And of course, we're going to end it up with Lady Gaga, who released her new album. She's on with um, Lee Cowan. And she just spits more nihilistic bullshit. So young women and people who don't have faith and don't have morals will understand that there's nothing to live for and just kill yourself. Lady Gaga. The monster of messaging. Her parade of fashionable facewear at this year's MTV Video Music Awards turned a public health recommendation into what she calls simple act of kindness. You're kind right now. You're wearing a mask in this interview with me. We have cameras around us. Everybody here mm -hmm. has a mask on. These are kind acts. Wear a mask. weren't ones to argue. What was the darkness? What was so dark about that particular time? I mean, honestly, Lee, I just, I, I totally gave up on myself. I hated being, I felt exhausted and used up. I was thinking, my biggest enemy is her. It's always about you. All the time the it's monster. about you. Why you gotta be like that? I was writing about the trauma from my father's life that became my trauma in a lot of ways. I used to show, I used to self-harm. I used to say, look, I cut myself. See, I'm hurting. Cause I didn't think anyone could see because mental health is in, it's invisible. PTSD, she says she suffered because she was sexually assaulted at 19. You think you're drowning, but you're not. You're still amazing. And I used to go, I'm not amazing. I'm, I'm over. I didn't really understand why I should live. Why should I stick around? Did you think about suicide? Oh, yeah. Every day. Every day? Yeah. I lived in this house while people watched me for a couple years. Global pain and, and mental pain. Most of the time, it is triggered by objectification. It's like I'm an object. I'm not, I'm not a person. That's exactly true. She objectifies herself. Her new Chromatica album reflect that realization. Papa 911. That's a reference to the medication that I have to take. I swear on... My future unborn children, <laughs> I don't know why, <laughs> but I have to. Even if I don't want to be alive, I still know how to write a song. And there you have it from Lady Gaga. Words of encouragement for young women everywhere. Cut yourself, hurt yourself, kill yourself. 
but wear a mask. All right. So we had trouble getting uh, getting it in 30 minutes the last couple of weeks, uh, but we're way at the 30 minutes now. So um, I'm going to leave you with a little more reggae music. Don't forget, next week, every week, Rudy's Revelation. Sunday, 4 p.m., where we talk about all the news of the week. We talk back to the talking heads. Go over the weekend headlines, and I tear into the New York Times. I take you back to school. All right. We'll see you next week. You maniac! You blew it up! Damn you! God damn you! Less than 3% of you people read books. See you next week, everybody.